Hello everyone, this is Isaac Petrie. Welcome to the podcast. Be ready to be encouraged and enlightened as we discuss spiritual solutions for everyday life. Well, I'm back again with this next podcast on spiritual warfare, the information war, winning the information war. And listen, before I dive into it, I want to quickly just thank all of you that have subscribed to the podcast. I need you to help me get the word out. If this is the first time that you have listened and stumbled up on this podcast, please subscribe, drop me a message, leave a review so that we can begin to really build this platform that I'm going to be using a whole lot more in the future. And so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And also, if you want more information about me, just go to my website, isaacpetrie.org, and you'll find everything you need right there. Listen, we dove in last week talking about spiritual warfare. What is it? What is it? What is spiritual warfare? You can't fight a spirit, meaning you can't shoot a spirit. You can't cut a spirit. You can't bomb a spirit. And so what is spiritual warfare and how do we fight it? And basically, we made it simplified for you. Spiritual warfare is the is the battle over the mind. It is the battle over thoughts, ideals, ideas, principles, all of those things that come into your mind to get you to think, act, feel and choose the way of the enemy over the thinking, acting, choosing and feeling and over the, over the way of the Lord. And so it's a battle of thoughts, ideas, and suggestions. It's a thought. It's an information battle. That's what spiritual warfare, warfare, warfare is. And depending on what thoughts, ideas, suge- suggestions, and ideals you build your thinking around will determine your actions. So what we're seeing in action It's the summation or the consummation of the way people think, their ideals, their morals, the the things that they have received into their minds that that has caused them to act. And so the battle can't be fought in the acting realm only. That's why it says we battle not against flesh and blood. The battle has to be fought in the realm of of the mind, in the realm of the soul. You've got to change the thinking to change the behavior. And when I look at this nation and I look at the world, I see the enemy really starting to win the battle over the minds of men. I look at our nation. I look at all of these things that have happened, the erosion of morality, the the erosion of integrity, the erosion of truth, the erosion of love, righteousness, justice, all of these things, faith, the erosion in the church of principles. And that tells me Satan is winning the battle in the mind that his ideologies are winning. And so there must be a church here to push back against the enemy. And there is no way to defeat the enemy quiet because that is how he is winning. He is talking. He is giving his ideas, suggestions. Um, He is manipulating the thinking of people and they are receiving it. 
the deception, the lies they are receiving it is truth. And if a church is silent and do not push back, they are not engaging in spiritual warfare. So you can't war silently. You have got to be able to stand against the arguments of the devil. So 2 Corinthians chapter number 10, verse number 3 says, Though, though we walk in, flesh, in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not physical. They are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and taking every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. There is spiritual warfare summed up. It is a battle over the thoughts of the mind, which ones you will receive as truth to you. This is why we have all of this dangerous stuff popping up over this last decade talking about your truth. There is no such thing as your truth. There is the truth and there is a lie. The truth is defined very clear, defined very clearly. It is the word of God. It is the knowledge of God. Humans don't have the capacity to come up with truth. If we did, you could have saved yourself, redeemed yourself. No, thy word is truth. Jesus is the truth. The Bible is the truth. God is the truth. And until you can create a world, spin it on its axis and hang moons and stars in, in space and hang the sun in the sky and create an earth, then I'm going to stick with the one who did. And so the, the battle now is all of these voices that have arisen that that because of popularity or because of, uh, you know, financial achievement, because of political clout, these people have become the voices that are discipling a nation. And you've got it in the realm of education. You got it in the realm of politics. You got it in the realm of science. You got it in the realm of entertainment. You have all of these voices. And then you got a church over here saying, well, we don't want to necessarily talk about all of that. We don't really deal with all of that. Well, if you're not going to deal with all of that, then you are not engaging in the war because the warfare is in the earth. And the last time I checked, the church has been given the authority over the earth to deal with these things. It is our assignment to make sure that the gates of hell do not prevail in the earth. And in order to do that, you're going to have to clear your throat, come out of your timidity and speak the knowledge of God to situations and circumstances and even to people so that people can have a competing thought that they have to wrestle with before they make a decision about what they're going to believe. So if we just let the, the enemy disciple our children, disciple the nation's disciple. If we just let the news disciple people, if we just let educators disciple people and there is no other competing thought that is given to them from the word of God, then how can they decide what to cast down? How do they decide what to take, what to judge? How do they even decide what to believe? And so, no, the Bible is very clear. Our assignment 
It's to make sure that every thought that a person thinks, and even we think for that matter, make sure that that thought lines up with the word of God. Now, if that happens, then now what is done through the flesh, through the actions of people will be in alignment with what they think and what they accept as truth. And then we will start to see change in the earth. So I want to talk about these things. And then in the next broadcast, I'm going to go deeper into them because we've got a lot of competing arguments, a lot of reasonings. Now, haven't you noticed you can't hardly talk to people anymore because we have exalted our own thoughts and reasonings and imaginations above God to this point where you can't even have a conversation with people. That's what cancel culture is about. It is about we do not want to hear another thought. We do not want a competing opposing thought. Anybody that opposes what we think, what we say, then there is no more conversation, discussion about it, cancel them, cut them off. What is that about? It's about the enemy trying to shut down alternative ways of thinking. And the reason he's trying to do that is so that there can be no warfare. There can be no competition for what he is trying to put in the minds of people. But as the church, we cannot back down. We cannot be afraid of being canceled. We cannot be afraid of not being liked. We cannot be afraid of any of those things. We have to continue to contend for the truth and speak it and then let the chips fall where they may. But at least we've resisted the ideologies of the enemy. And so I want to talk to you just about a couple that I'm going to run down through in this next broadcast. I'm going to talk about the issue with even COVID-19 because the issue is not with COVID-19. The issue is with the agenda behind it. The issue is not just the LGBTQ movement. It's the agenda behind it. The issue is not just race, critical race theory and, and social justice. It is the agendas behind it. And the church has got to be very clear on these things. It's not just racism. It's the agendas behind race. And so we're going to demask all of these things, bring the knowledge of God to it so that people can decide whether they want to believe the truth or whether they want to live a lie. But we are at least going to engage in the battle. And so next week, I will see you uh, actually not next week because uh, it'll be later this week because I've got another podcast coming part three on this. We're going to get into this information war and begin to engage the enemy because we have the truth. And if we will fight, we will win. I'll see you next week. Share this information. Help me get the word out. Be blessed. I pray you were blessed by today's podcast. Take a moment and subscribe to it and review it and share it with someone else so that we can stay connected. Be blessed.